the community there is just really cool. It's just like a bunch of like, it's a, everybody's very open. Um, people are, you know, weird in the best way. Hey there, welcome to Rave Culture Cast, your weekly guide to the EDM community, music festivals, and more. Hosted by me, Emma Capotis. Each week, I'll be covering everything from dance music culture, industry news, trending topics, and festival tips, advice, and reviews. You can also expect to hear stories from ravers, artists, business owners, and more. Tune in every Wednesday for your weekly dose of peace, love, unity, and respect. What is up, you guys? Welcome back to Rave Culture Cast, your weekly guide to the EDM community, music festivals, and more. I'm your host, Emma Capotis. What is up, fam? Welcome back. I'm so excited to dive into today's episode. Um, This has been a long time coming. Uh, My guests today have created something really special for this community, so I can't wait to share their story with you and let you guys hear from them. Um, But before we dive into that, let's chat about some updates. I mean, this week, honestly... At this point, we're halfway through August, which is insane. I Today, I am attending my last show at the Brooklyn Mirage just for the summer, not to be dramatic. I will be there literally at least once every month in the fall as well. But tonight is Jaws's Bite This Block Party, which I am so excited for. I'm a massive Jaws fan, and somehow I haven't seen him since 2018. It's just worked out that way. So like to say I'm excited to see his set tonight is like an understatement. But that's going to be incredible. And then the next show I want to plug in case you guys are local to the New York City area. LP Giobi is playing a very small show at Quantum that I am 100% going to be at. um, And that's Friday, September 10th. Uh, It's an all-female lineup. I believe it's all like Femme House Artists, which is her um, brand that she has. So, so excited for that show, guys. Definitely recommend buying tickets to it. Again, that's LP Giobi on September 10th at Quantum. And yeah, I'm just really excited for festival season. I know things are getting a little crazy now. I'm going to talk about that later in EDM news. But my first festival up is ARC Music Festival Labor Day weekend. Um, As soon as we get set times and a map, I will be updating you guys with where our meetup is going to be because we 100% are going to have an in-person meetup at ARC. So I hope to meet some of you guys there. It's going to feel so unreal being at my first festival back. I can't even talk about it. But anyway... Speaking of ARC, I wanted to let you guys know a contest that is currently going on for both ARC Music Festival and Electric Zoo. Um, Gray Area, the company that I work for, is doing a trivia game contest. So you guys can test your knowledge on both the ARC Music Festival lineup and house music in general because it's in Chicago. So test your house music knowledge for ARC and test your knowledge of Electric Zoo in both of these trivia games. And if you score one of the highest scores, you'll be entered for a chance to win a pair of tickets to either of these festivals. So go enter both contests. You never know. You could win tickets to either of these festivals and then you can attend for free. So I'm going to put um, links down in the description box for both of those trivia games. So good luck to you guys. Hopefully you guys win. Um, all right, let's dive into things. So uh, my artist highlight for the week. This is my new segment that I'm doing and I'm really excited about. So I can just share some more music with you because I've been loving, 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 loving some new artists. This week we are talking about Cassian. Mm, where do I even begin with Cassian? I listen to him at least once a day. <laughs> it's like become an obsession in the last two weeks. So I already liked Cassian. He's kind of like, 
I would say he's tech house, but I feel like some of his tracks are definitely more deep house as well. Um, I was I was familiar with him before, liked his music, but then I just saw him open for Nora and Pure at the Brooklyn Mirage two weeks ago. And that just sealed the deal for me. Like his set was absolutely incredible. Such a vibey set. So I have been listening to his music literally nonstop. Um, I believe he's from Sydney. If not, I know he's an Australian artist, but so good. Highly recommend checking out his song, Same Things. That is like nonstop being played in my house. Um, And then he's really, really good remixes as well. So check out the, um, I think it's the Nova remix uh, of Yato's song paradise remix and the nomi remix is my absolute favorite but 10 out of 10 recommend cassian if you're into like deep house tech house loving it absolutely loving it such good vibes for summer so with all that being said let's dive into today's episode so my guests today are the co-founders of the app radiate which if you guys are involved in this community you probably have heard of this before but if not no worries we're going to get into all of the details today so radiate 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 is an app to connect festival goers and fans of dance music, essentially. So it's been around for a while. I remember downloading this like years ago, like maybe 2016, 2015, because when I downloaded it um, again more recently, my photos were photos from 2016 and it was real ratchet. Let's just say that. But anyway, the app has grown over the years and taken on different forms. They've really incorporated customer feedback into building new features. And essentially what it is, is different community forums. So if you plan on attending a festival or an event, um, you can go on there. There's different groups and it's all in one place. So rather than having like Facebook event pages and then Reddit threads, like you can do it all in one place. Um, So you can meet different people. They have a swiping feature. So You can call it a dating feature or just to meet new friends. And if you need a rave fam or you're looking for a rave bay, whatever, um, you can swipe through different profiles and connect with people that way. So there's so many different features on this app that's really cool. Um, They're going to talk about some stuff that's coming up as well that's not on the app yet. So um, yeah, we have Philip and Michael, the co-founders, to talk a little bit about the history and then just tell us all about the experience. We're talking festivals, we're talking community, all that good stuff. So please join me in welcoming um, Philip and Michael from Radiate to the podcast. I'm excited to welcome um, Philip and Michael today. They're the co-founders of Radiate. Um, probably a lot of you guys listening have heard of this before. It's been around for a while, but it's an app that helps people in the festival community connect. And I feel like you guys have had a lot of growth um, over the years, but I'm really excited just to learn a little bit more about your stories and then definitely talk about Radiate and what you have going on with that. But um, first off, welcome to Rave Culture Cast. Thanks for having us. Pumped to yeah. be on it. Yay. <laughs> well, first off, tell us a little about yourselves, like where you're both from, what your backgrounds are, um, and then of course, how you two both connected. Um, yeah, sure. So first off, I'm Michael. Um, and yeah, so let's see, um, I want to start at the very beginning. Um, I grew up in mm-hmm. Connecticut, um, ended up going to uh, like Harvard, studied physics and math. Then I was like a software engineer for uh, two years um, at like this computational chemistry place and then at Google. And then kind of like while I was at Google, ended up uh, kind of like reconnecting with Phil. Phil and I actually both know each other from fencing. Um, oh, so wow. we used to fence when we were, we have known each other since we were like 12. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's um, so cool. So, yeah, we like reconnected in the city after college and then um, kind of ended up smashing our ideas together and, and creating what's what's now Radiate. Yeah, so. 
Yep. And then I grew up in Miami, Florida, uh, till I was 18, and then went to school at St. John's University in New York. Uh, once I got to New York City, it sucked me in, never left. So stayed for 10 years. Um, the way I kind of like fell into festivals, I guess, was in 2013 or 2010. One of the one of those mm-hmm. years yep. um, was Electric <laughs> Zoo. That was my first electric zoo, my first music festival. Oh, okay. And ever since I kind of went there, um, the ethos of like what it what it feels like to be at a festival and kind of like be part of like rave culture and festival culture uh, mm-hmm. stuck with me. And then like Michael said, we linked back up um, once he moved back to New York and one thing led to another uh, and it brought us together into, I mean, Google. Um, I wasn't working yeah. there, but after hours, he would work there with his friends yeah. on their like passion projects or their side projects. Mm. Um, and I had previously had a website uh, called RefFiner where you can hire referees online. And I wanted to learn how to code to basically make that into like what I thought it could be. And during okay. that time is when uh, I had an idea for, you ever play like a, when you were like a little kid, the, uh, the game, Guess Who? Yes. Yeah. So you know, you were at a festival, you met somebody there. Um, so like we were at, you know, let's just say stage number two. Um, and I could go on the app be like, I met Emma. She was wearing a tie-dye blue shirt. Mm. Um, it was at this set. And then if you went on the app and you would input the same information, then we'd match. So it'd be like a misconnection. Um, and brought that up to Michael. Yeah. He was working on something else. Yeah. So when I was at like, so I started at Google, this was like quite a few years ago. Um, but uh, like when I first graduated college, I was like, oh shit, I like squandered all my opportunities to be social. I need to be like really social. And like, like mm-hmm. I just moved to New York. Um, so I like kind of forced myself to talk to every single person in the elevator I got in with and like basically just be like as social as possible. And I realized like, oh wow, like people really want to connect like more than they let on. And mm-hmm. like a lot of the time it's harder um, than, you know, it, it's hard to like start these connections. But uh, yeah. I was like, okay, like, you know, I'm in engineering, like, I want to, like, make something that you can't just make, like, Tinder for everything, because that's probably just not going to work. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I started making this, like, community app for, like, um, like, again, we both used to fence, so, uh, like, for fencing, um, so you can see, like, oh, these people are at your local fencing gym, like, um, uh, right now, or, like, your, like, the pickup basketball court, or, right. uh, like, karate dojo, and then, uh, you know, you uh, can like see you there and you can um, like you know it's kind of an all-in-one community app um, but I wasn't really like like sure if that was the right direction so mm-hmm. uh, I was working on that for a few months just like by myself I mean like alongside other friends at Google um, but like mostly by myself and then uh, like you know Phil had that idea um, and mm-hmm. then kind of started working like oh wow like you know maybe uh, like Tinder for festivals um, yeah could work <laughs> yep so you know you guys great are, idea like, first of all <laughs> yeah, right, yeah easy easy enough um, yeah. so I go to Coachella. Uh, and so right. it, but once we gave that to our friends and kind of like the initial group of folks that found it, um, the feedback we got was, hey, like, this is really cool, but I'm looking for a ride. I'm trying to sell my ticket. I already mm-hmm. have a friend. It'd be great to meet some new people and like, just go with more than me and my significant other. Yeah. Uh, and so once we got that feedback, we kind of looked at each other and we said, well, life is about so much more than dating. Why not make the platform about community, right? Like coming mm-hmm. together, finding your people, and like we're human, right? Like sex, love, mm-hmm. rock and roll—it's gonna happen. We're human, right? Um, yeah. And so, sure enough, I think once we kind of flipped that switch um, and added the forums, which Michael had already kind of built out in his previous mm-hmm. uh, iteration of like what, what he wanted to do, bring people together, um, we smashed that together with kind of like the functionality of a semi uh, or the double uh, lined opt-in paying um, mm-hmm. mechanic. Cool. And that's when people kind of like started really gravitating to it. 
Uh, and that's when, you know, Radiate kind of started to become this more community platform. Um, right. Yeah, you know, Snowball started rolling from there. That's awesome, though, that you incorporated the feedback. Like, would you say that was pretty quickly? Like, when when did you officially launch the app? Uh, I mean, wow, that's fun. I think we, like, kind of started, like, test. So it was, like, in the app store. Honestly, like, and I'm going back, digging into the memory yeah, here. Yeah, it was end of 2015, <laughs> yeah. early 2016. Yeah. Okay. Like, you know, when we high-fived and had it in the app store. Yeah. yeah. I don't think it got cool for... Yeah. Took a minute. Yeah. yeah. We um, ended up mm-hmm. like, like it was at the end of the summer, I think. Um, so we like put a, a bunch of festivals on it. Um, you know, mm-hmm. uh, we've learned a lot throughout our experiences. So, you know, it's like hard to have like an empty room. So, you know, you got to like fill it with people first before mm-hmm. like people can get on are there. So you got to get like in some of these circumstances with festival, you got to like everyone all at once on in order mm-hmm. for people to pop in. So it was at the end of festival season when we launched and we're like, okay, like, um aren't too many festivals coming up um so like we kind of tried some other things with the platform so we we're mm-hmm. like oh maybe like you know because i went to harvard so like let's i hit up all my friends to be like oh let's get the harvard yale game and like get all the people on the from there to like connect around it but uh and like people did but it was like for that it was like mostly just dating there are like <laughs> a few reasons i mean obviously like the culture like yeah it, it's just uh I mean, like the the culture is good, but the thing is, like, you're literally just going there with your friends for like a single day thing, and then like, mm-hmm. so compared to like, oh, this is a destination that I'm like planning um, all the right. time. So yeah, so we, we tried a few of those things. We put like New York City on, and then when we really got um, like you know our first like real people on was uh, at uh, you know Holy Ship. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's yeah, a good yeah. one. Yeah. So Ooh. yeah, we that that was like kind of. Uh, the first moment where we realized wow like people really want this um so we mm-hmm. like hit them up again like we didn't really know what we were doing at the time and <laughs> we we're like hey like you should use us as your app um to like the, the organizers and they're like okay we'd love to um but like there's no signal on the ship so like uh try again great <laughs> or something <laughs> yeah true yeah 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 that's, so, that's like, one challenge <laughs> one challenge yeah, yeah yeah exactly so so we heard that and then we're like well hmm, like everybody's like on there like super pumped it's like like basically you know like like mm-hmm. five thousand people on a mm-hmm. ship like right exactly everybody we want so uh long story short we ended up like replicating all of our like infrastructure onto like a, a desktop computer and then like uh bringing a bunch of like wa- like routers and, and <laughs> oh my god and, stuff, and like pretty sketchily like picking up an area of the ship so like, yeah. have, like <laughs> only our app available on it nice um, <laughs> and then we like hustled the line for like four hours or something like that it was literally just me and him and like our idiot gorilla marketing yeah cards being like oh, you can use the app <laughs> yeah you can use the app on um, the ship to connect it was like branding that was very very similar wow. like yeah, holy shit this <laughs> gave me that card but mm-hmm. it wasn't you know exactly holy shit gave me that card very smart. <laughs> yeah. startup much. You know, you got to do what you, you do. A hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> so, I feel like w- word spreads quick, pretty quickly in this community too, because I was going to ask you about like your your marketing in the beginning, like how do you get it out there? But I do feel like when people get on board with something, it I don't know, it, I always say this, like it's a very, very big community, like worldwide, but it also feels very small. You run into a lot of the same people. I feel like you see a lot of the same names all the time. So I could see if people get get behind something, they probably just share it quickly, right? Yep, definitely, definitely. I think most of our growth to date, even, um, has been organic, like word of word, like word of mouth type mm-hmm. of uh, type of growth. So, That's so you ain't cool. wrong. Yeah, <laughs> and I mean, it's so true with the feedback, though. I mean, obviously, you have to evolve over time, but yeah, it's just something maybe I think unique to this community where people are very open, right? Like, it, 
you do feel like you can just meet up with a stranger, obviously, if you get to know them and share a hotel room or go to this, get a ride together or something like that. It's, it's kind of like more normal of a situation. I feel like for ravers to just have that, like trust and be very open to finding new people too. So it's very fitting. Yep. hundred percent. I think like, it's like a spectrum, like across genres of music of like openness mm-hmm. and like festival culture is definitely on that far, far side of open. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I love it. And so when you guys were were first getting into, obviously you did Electric Zoo as your first festival too, but was that, did that become like a big part of your life? Like, were you guys attending a lot of events and then this kind of came in or did you just have your like sights set on the festival community? So for me, um, for me, it happened, I guess, whether it was 2010 or 2013, I can't remember, but whatever year it was when I first started going after that year, I started going to more and more and more and more. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's like basically I think for my my whole life I actually used to listen to like hip-hop um like you know Lil Wayne the Carter Three like you mm-hmm. know like this Gucci Mane like old school like that was me up until like 21 when I went yeah. to the festival and then it was like heartbreak and then yeah. like everything <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. today um has been like electronic music since then so mm-hmm. it definitely took over like my personal I'd say like life after I kind of got introduced to the festival scene mm-hmm. um but as far as like, I think bringing, um, as far as like the radio goes, I think it was mostly Michael and I both just wanted to bring people together. We also wanted to like, just do something right. Like um, mm-hmm. back then um, when, you know, it was a few years, like six, five, five, six years ago or so, um, we wanted to like basically build something. That was like one of the things we didn't know like exactly what at the time but we were like, want to do something. Mm-hmm. Um, and we both wanted to bring people together, right. For different reasons. Um, but we both wanted to ultimately just like help people come together. And so- right. The festivals, I think we, you know, we had some knowledge of because like of what we, we like gone to, but mm-hmm. it, we also kind of, I think, stumbled upon it like in a more like kind of like, you know, trial and error type of way. Because we, in the beginning, we listed everything like Michael was saying, the Harvard Neal football game, New York City, Output, Webster Hall, um, and it. then you know, Bonnaroo, uh, and then kind of like mm-hmm. once we saw people gathering at these music festivals, stripped everything else out. Listed on the mm-hmm. I think Electric Adventure. Electric Adventure. Yeah, that was awesome. a, the OG yeah. festival on the beach. That in New like, Jersey, if you remember. Electric. I don't. I don't think I've heard of that one. Wait. Oh, oh my god. Yeah, 2015. <laughs> yeah, 2015. I think that okay. was the last year. The last year it was uh, around. That was my first year of festivals too, yeah. 2015. So yeah, that gotcha. makes sense. Everybody was pretty pretty mad at the organizers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah. 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 Oh, but yeah, okay. like, like we always like. In the beginning, like it was around festivals, and then, but, but the, like the I don't know, like the greater goal, I guess, um, at, you know, at least for me, is always been like connecting people, and like like there's not really any easy way to like meet people in in general, mm-hmm. um, like whether you're at an event, whether you're just like you know new to a city, whether you're traveling, um, yep. whether you're out just at a bar, like like there, there's like so much opportunity for human connection, and and like. Like the only way to meet new people now, like online, besides like going up to somebody or being like mutual friends, is like dating. Mm-hmm. Such a very like specific niche, like yeah, that's not necessarily niche, but like like it's very constrained, you know, relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, so like like, TikTok, <laughs> it's like literally DMs or dating apps. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, it's so much more natural if you're like at an event um mm-hmm. where it's like oh like we're already going so it's not like you know I'm gonna take a bunch of time out of my schedule and like oh like maybe it's a complete dud and I waste like you know waste two hours yeah. um but if you're already there it's like oh well like I'd love to know more people here mm-hmm. whether it turns into mm-hmm. something creating whether they're just a friend whether you know it's a group of people whether you know I'm having a party and I can find more people to come like like 
everybody mm -hmm. wants that and there's just yeah. nothing that even comes close so I think festivals has been like the great the best way to like start at that and like yeah where there's like the most clear value add right now um but uh yeah like we got plenty yeah, to pick from now, thankfully, <laughs> now yeah, that we have events again, but I'm yeah. kind of skipping ahead a little too, but talk about like the in-person element also, because I know I've seen you guys posting and you have some people doing some, you know, in-person meetups at festivals too, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so like, that's the coolest thing about like, kind of like what, what, what Radiate is, is that all the relationships or connections that get produced on the app are grounded in the real world. So mm -hmm. like, when you get to go and you actually get to see people connect with each other and like high five or share that hug, like that's, that's a magical moment, right? Because it's like, wow, like mm -hmm. more than likely, um, you know, more than likely, except for happenstance, right? Like you're walking down, you know, at the same time, you make eye contact and you high five, like more than likely without radiate, they wouldn't have met, they wouldn't have come together. Right. Um, so we started doing these meetups um, as a way to like help people kind of like have that central place to come to easily. Mm -hmm. uh, and then working with our friends like Frisky Hub, um and seeing him everywhere posting yeah yeah, yeah. so like, you know and like awesome people like basically you know, people yeah. who were bringing folks together on their own anyways um and then working together to bring like the community together and give people a place to come say hi uh, mm -hmm. away so the, the real life I think the real life aspect is special um and important to what we're doing I think yep I think what you know I think in the mm -hmm. future you know what we'll always say is that all the connections we make through like what we do will ultimately hopefully mm -hmm. lead to like that in real life connection. Yeah. Um, so I think that's, yeah. So it's huge for us. Yeah. 100%. And it holds so much more meaning now too. I mean, it's so cool. Like just, just watching. Cause I'm sure some people are like me. I haven't even done my first festival yet since 2019. I will labor day weekend, but like, it's just the amount of connections people have made in the past year and a half. And now to finally like go in in person and, and see each other. It's just like a whole nother level of connection. So it's really, really cool. But do you yeah. have any, um, or are you getting any feedback of like favorite features on the app or something that you think people really enjoy the most? Um, I think, well, like right now, uh, the thing is that it's kind of like an ecosystem. So like, like mm. each, part like like feeds off each other so like if we only had the tinder like people love you know like not the tinder but like the, the, the swiping people, the swiping. Yeah. but like the hey mechanic like some people like mm -hmm. like just use that and like they love it um but like if we only had that then like it would like really deteriorate like like it wouldn't be the same and like mm -hmm. likewise if you just have the forum then you know it, it just mm -hmm. doesn't completely work um so like you know there's in terms of like you know high level features like the, every like a lot of people use the forum a lot of people use you know like the the chatting and the hey mechanic and then you know chat squads well we, we recently mm -hmm. renamed them. I don't know. Um, Love it. The, the group chats but yeah like a lot of people use those um radiate local um we're planning on like kind of we'll probably get to it in a bit but like pushing into like a lot of like local stuff and connecting people around local stuff but mm. uh, like for now it's still a lot of like like festivals and um like people connecting around festivals and stuff yeah. so cool what I think the most feedback that we get is that the people love the community the most, yeah. right? Like I think, mm -hmm. like Michael was saying, it's the ecosystems. Like we, we basically gave like a really good community tools to do what they were doing better, right? That's kind of like what Radiate, mm -hmm. um, in general, I think that's kind of what Radiate is. It's a tool yeah. Help people who want to meet new people connect better. Mm -hmm. So I think that's the biggest thing. That's the hardest thing too, is like trying to keep the community um, authentic, right? And then also grow in a way that keeps the community the same to you but for let's mm -hmm. say you know let's say when we do go into 
country festivals, right? Yeah. Um, they get when they get on the app, uh, or country festival fan gets on the app, it feels like home to them too, but it doesn't make it feel not like home to the EDM fan, right? So right. the community, I think, has been what people have loved the most, um, and kind of like the ethos that we push, right? Of like connect with people outside of just dating, mm-hmm. um, and then they use the tools within it, like Mikey was saying. Right, right, right. That makes sense. Yeah, because it it does feel like a lot of times things are very separated like you have event pages on facebook with discussions on them then you have like reddit feeds but then you have facebook groups and just like so it is like a lot of different things and if you can kind of like ask questions or look for people or whatever it is all in one spot it definitely makes that whole scenario easier in a way and i'm sure like you get a lot of activity now especially like we're right in the middle of a very very busy festival season yeah. so Hey guys, I wanted to bring you a quick announcement from my friends over at Lunchbox. Some of you guys might know Lunchbox makes a suite of anti-theft bags like their iconic mainstage hydration pack and their new snack and sling packs. Due to popular demand, they have officially opened pre-orders on all three of these items. Um, So you guys can head over to lunchboxpacks.com to add your name to the pre-order list for the next round of deliveries, which is going to happen in early October, just in time for EDC Las Vegas. Um, If you guys want to save some money, you can use code CAPOTES, that's K-A-P-O-T-E-S on your Lunchbox hydration packs. And code Emma K on the snack and sling pack will save you $5 off. So again, code Capotes, K-A-P-O-T-E-S, will save you $11 off your lunchbox hydration pack. And code Emma K will save you $5 off of your snack and sling pack. So head over to lunchboxpacks.com to get your pre-orders for all of those items in now to get your packs on time in October. Any favorite festivals for you guys, if you had to pick? My favorite festival. So, I mean, there's a, there's, it's hard to say, right? So, so many mm-hmm. festivals are unique and awesome, but the one that always comes to mind is Sonic Bloom in Colorado. Oh, nice. It's, okay. I think they still brand themselves as a transcendental festival. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, like one of those more, like they have workshops and. Uh, like wellness and stuff. Wellness, exactly. Yeah. Um, but the, the community there is just really cool. It's just like a bunch of like, it's uh, everybody's very open. Um, people are, you know, weird in the best way. Yeah. Um, and so that's that's like my favorite festival, I think, that I've been to so far. Love um, it. So yeah, Sonic Bloom in Colorado. Awesome. Yeah. What about you? Uh, I'm still into. I like Holy Ship was really a great experience. Yeah. So like, jealous. It's <laughs> sad that the, obviously like ship like cruises were like the first thing to go, <laughs> but yeah. and then they moved it on shore. For yeah. I, I don't um, know if Insomniac was like <laughs> ahead of the time with the shipwreck thing because like now we're just seeing the all inclusive like trend like absolutely pop off and all these yeah. artists are doing their all all inclusive, yeah. which I think is incredible. But yeah, I, I'm looking forward to them doing like the ship again. I know there's friendship and groove cruise as yeah. well, which are like a similar vibe. But everybody just says like, what is better than sailing? For you're all in this one place and yeah. you can't leave. Yeah, oh, I yeah. can't even I mean, imagine. The, the biggest thing about like I mean besides just like the the other people and everything like the, like c- contrasting that with like EDC where it's like a 50 minute bus to the mm-hmm. venue and stuff, <laughs> like compared to like oh like mm-hmm. you know listen you know like I'm listening to like Tyga or somebody like oh like I, let me get my sunglasses like two two stories down like right <laughs> yeah it's like a, we're like giant kids it's like yeah, I swear <laughs> we're like literally kids but we're not um I think is Sonic Bluma a camping festival 
It is. Too? Okay, cool. I was going to say, I'm very excited for the, the camping festival experience, but I feel like you get that same kind of like immersive feeling because you, you don't have to leave. You can yeah. just be there and do everything. How about you? What's your favorite festival so far? I mean, so far it's going to be basic, but EDC Las Vegas, I've done five times. Like this oh. will be my sixth. And I think it's because it was my first, but it's, there's just something like so magical about that event and just like the scale of it. But I'm right there with you. Like it's not without its flaws. Like yeah. the transportation is just never good. So this year I'm going to be camp doing camp EDC for the nice. first time. Yep. Yep. And well, everybody said, I love EDC. Like, yeah. And twice, like, like it, I mean, it's just such a different experience from Holy Ship, but like EDC would be also my favorite, like, like mm-hmm. normal festival. <laughs> it's crazy, but I'm very big. I've been talking about this a lot on the podcast, like because we weren't able to travel or do anything. Like I really want to go international next year and just have totally different, like culture shock kind of experiences and, and do some things because, you know, I, I don't know if you guys feel this way, but obviously being in the United States, we have so many different things at our disposal and you have the really big insomniac events and things like that, or electric zoos, that it can be easy to kind of like do the same things over and over again, or go to, you know, go to the big ones. But I don't know, maybe I turned 30 and now I'm like, all of a sudden I want to go to fucking Croatia, but I want to go to Croatia. So, (laughs) so I'm kind of feeling that, but is, is radiate like a worldwide thing just yet? Or is it just in the United States? We were like, we, we had a bigger user base in Europe pre COVID. So okay. I think uh, with, in the very beginning, our user base was predominantly always US and Canada, but with bits and pockets in Europe, right? So like Amsterdam, uh, Belgium for Tomorrowland, uh, we worked at Secret Solstice in Iceland. So like we had little pockets mm. of folks. Um, and then when COVID came around, it decreased and we kind of spent most mm-hmm. of our time focusing on our core user base and making sure that we built ways for them to connect uh, outside the context of events, right? So like mm-hmm. we listed like communities on the app. So you can connect with like flow artists um, or you nice. connect with people around like festival fits and fashion, mm-hmm. um, other types of topics other than just the event, but things that you can still uh, you know connect around. Mm-hmm. Um, so we built all these things and kind of like really took our time to focus in the US, um, but there's still a decent amount of folks who use it in Europe. It's just until their events are back in full force, um, right. less of a real use case. That's yeah. very true. Yeah. And they have a very different, you know, culture. I feel like it, it's similar in a way because of the music, right? If it's always about, mm-hmm. been about the music, but at the same time, I feel like the way they festival is very different than the way United States festivals. So that's yeah. kind of like an interesting dynamic as well. Similar, but different. The, the main thing, mm-hmm. so Michael and I, when we first kind of, um, when we raised like our first round of funding for Radiate, we were mm-hmm. like, oh, let's go to some international festivals and see how they festival different. So we spent like a, a month, Three weeks. Three weeks. Yeah. Three weeks um, just like efficiently popping around different European festivals. Yeah. Um, oh, and the cool. one thing I remember the most is that when for your like alcohol, they give you one cup and you hold on to that cup and that's your cup and you go back I've and heard forth. heard this. And yeah. That one cup. So like trash is like it, way less trash than in the States, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, yep. Same, same vibe though. Everybody's yeah. super nice, open, um, willing to meet new people. Uh, yeah. yeah. And they like Americans, which is always, you know, yes. Like yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're way ahead on sustainability. I feel yeah. like then, then the United States is, we need to get on that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh and it's so for you guys, I mean, was this a, like a full-time thing from you for you for the beginning? Like when did you guys go all in on this? Um, so I, so I was at Google, like starting this. Um, so mm-hmm. I was like working after hours, um, mm-hmm. uh, 
like pretty much 24 seven on this or like yeah. besides like the you know 30 35 ish hours a week that people would work on this um and then like once we did uh like holy ship and like that's kind of like the first time where you know we went from like 100 monthly active users to having like you know 2,000 users in the same day like all using it mm. um, that was when i was like okay like this is something like you know have some savings so like let's uh let's yeah. like quit um and like go all in on this so yeah so i've been doing it full time since you know like 20 mid 2016. Okay. And then I had, I had quit my job previously. So before we even had even like started Radiate, mm -hmm. I quit my job because I wanted to learn to code to take the thing that I was working on, RefFinder, mm -hmm. to the next level on my own because my technical co-founder at the time joined the Navy, but not just the normal Navy, like nuclear submarine, like no emails, like no, oh no communication. <laughs> no, no communication. Yeah. So I was like, all right, I'll learn to code, do it, you know, and do it my own. So I had saved up some money um, and I was like, all right, like I'll just quit and I'll learn to code like alongside these guys mm -hmm. uh, work on their projects um and then i'll either code my thing and, and it'll be awesome and it'll all work out or i'll get another job later um but during that time is when we started radiate so i just didn't have a job um yeah. I just had savings at the time um and we finagled it to make it work and mm -hmm. I, uh, I survived off my savings up until it was, it was pretty like same impetus like we were all we were both almost out of money by the time we raised like our first of round course. of radiate yeah um, but it was like, you know, two weeks, you know, four weeks must be like, that's when it happens. I, I just like love to hear these stories too. Cause I feel like, yeah, when you're really passionate about something or if, it, if you like follow that momentum and you know, it's gonna, it's gonna pay off one day and it's going to work yeah. out. I just feel like, yeah, same thing. Like there's just something about, about the timing of all of that, that just like eventually works out, but no, that's so interesting. Yeah. And any favorite, like, or actually what's been the most rewarding part, would you say of like, doing this whole thing and creating this app and community what you say um, just like seeing people like meet each other and connect like mm -hmm. actually like you know whether it's in person or secondhand like like i remember like going to edc one year and like i think like wearing like a, a radiate tank and people being like oh my god like are you with radiate like oh like this is my like boyfriend i met him on radiate and just like i don't know seeing yep. you, you went to a party at edc um too that was like completely organized through radiate uh and I don't know, just like seeing like, wow, like this would not have happened without us. It's mm -hmm. kind of pretty, yeah. pretty uh, That's awesome. awesome. Yeah. For me, it's been, there's like a bunch of things that happen, but I think it always like comes down to like the impact that we have on like the world in a sense, like, like mm -hmm. a baby, like there's been babies made because of people, <laughs> like, you know, like these babies wouldn't exist without yeah. this app. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> the world has changed. Like who knows what that kid does under their presence. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, so like that's rewarding. Um, mm -hmm. Seeing like all the friendships that happen, like when people like tag us on Instagram, being like, like met like my best friend forever, like been mm -hmm. five years, like can't believe we met like on a car ride from New York to Colorado. Like thanks, Ray. Like yeah. seeing all these like moments that wouldn't mm -hmm. have occurred without kind of like people using the tools that we built. That's like what makes me like shed that one single tear, you know? Mm -hmm. Yep. <laughs> just, one, just, just, one. One. <laughs> just one no but the impact yeah like seriously the impact is like seen across like so many different different people and that's like what it is at the end of the day like about building these relationships with people so mm -hmm. that's incredible and where are you guys at now where where are we at with the second half of 2021 what's the future of radiate looking like yeah we have a lot of stuff in store um we have like probably our biggest update ever coming out in like the next few days um we're basically completely re-architected like a ton of stuff from the like engineering end um mm -hmm. so like after this we're planning on like really going hard into connecting people around like like local events and stuff um and like communities so like 
you know, in New York, like every mm -hmm. weekend, like I want to be like using Radiate to find out what's up, to meet new people around and stuff. And yeah. not only like while well, I'm going to a festival. It's like Radiate, like while you're at a festival or like beforehand, like it's amazing and it's great. But like on the average, you know, weekend, like what, what if, you know, you mm -hmm. could use it in a similar way. Um, so we're going to be trying to figure out like exactly how to really like add value to people going out on the weekends, going and do things and stuff. Yeah. Love it. Yep. That is so cool. Yeah, yeah I would definitely, yeah, just being in New York, we were talking about this before we came on here, but with the Brooklyn Mirage and Avant Gardner, um, same thing. Like I'll get DMs from people occasionally being like, oh, I'm going to Nora too. Like, hopefully I can find you. But now that I'm going more frequently, I think the same thing, like eventually you're going to run into a lot of the same people, but it, it would be nice to, yeah, plan meetups for more local stuff or mm -hmm. just try and get out there in your own like local venues, not only to support them, but to, yeah, maybe make, meet some people that you can start going to shows with more often. Yeah. That's so yeah. cool. Yeah. Okay. So I love it. Get on Radiate and like find the Brooklyn Mirage, go there and then mm -hmm. people go in the Brooklyn Mirage that night. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe what? something cool where it's like, do you want to go out this weekend? You're like, yes. Yeah, and exactly. Everybody, a bunch of yeah. a bunch of other folks that clicked yes, like we'll put you in a group chat. And be like everybody here wants to go out this weekend. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's perfect. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Okay, so what about you guys? Other um, festivals or shows coming up for the rest of the year? Where are you going to be? So we were supposed to go to North Coast Music Festival in for Labor Day weekend, but our friend selfishly, <laughs> selfishly decided to get married. Um, in oh no! <laughs> so we're probably yeah. gonna go there. Um, so, so that took away those plans. Um, yeah. but of course, yeah, congrats to him. Mm -hmm. I'm uh, right there with you. Yeah. <laughs> so but I do know that, um, more than likely we'll probably end up doing either EDC Las Vegas. Yeah. And there's been talk about doing EDC Orlando and, uh, staying at like home base. I don't know if you know Brian. Yes. Do base. it. Mm -hmm. Shout out to them if anybody's gone. Uh, yeah. Cause you guys are doing like a collaboration with them right now, right? Yeah, they're one of our partners. So if you're staying at home base, you can get on the app and meet a bunch of folks that are also staying at home base. Cool. Okay. I yeah. love that. Yeah. Did, have you guys done home base before? I, I have. Did you? Uh, no. Yeah. So I went down, um, I went down twice. I think I went down for their like own independent event when they had like just home base. Their own mm -hmm. festival. Yeah. Um, and then when they had home base around EDC Orlando, although I think when I went for EDC Orlando, I didn't even go to EDC Orlando. I just went. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I've heard. People are just there, like it's a lot. You just yep. be prepared. I'm like, okay, great. <laughs> I'm here for. I I don't know. I, I've said this I, like in one of my videos. I feel like, I guess maybe I just had this feeling about EDC Orlando. You know, in the middle of the pandemic when Florida was pretty much open, I was like, well, if anything, we're gonna have EDC Orlando because they don't yeah. give a shit. <laughs> like we're gonna something's gonna happen. But um, just the way it's panned out and the experience in 2019 was like blew me away and they moved it to three days rather than two. And they clearly are investing more in it. And the lineup's like just as incredible as the Vegas lineup is. So I feel like I'm expecting to see a lot of people at that event. Plus home base is like the nice added touch on top yeah. of everything else. Yeah. That's going to be so good. I can't wait. <laughs> um, anything else you guys want to add or where, where can everybody find you and connect with, uh, with you guys and with radiate? So for Radiate, all the socials are Radiate the World. Um, so on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Radiate the World, TikTok. We just made TikTok, Radiate the World also. Nice. Um, my Instagram is now that's a good picture. Um, and mine is Michael, Michael, Tom, Tom. 
<laughs> Perfect. All right. We're going to plug all that below along with the app. And, and yeah, this, this is coming out, I think like in a week. So yeah, guys check out like the new app updates and all that good stuff and, or check out a meetup that you have coming up at, um, at a festival, but it was so nice meeting you both. Thank you guys for coming on. Yeah. yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, super fun. Great. Super fun. Nice to actually get on here and chat. I know. Yeah, I, I this is why I love doing this. Like, I, I don't know. I just I really, really enjoy having conversations with people in this community and meeting all these like people and hearing your stories. So, yeah, Philip and Michael, hang tight. Everybody else, I'll be back in just a minute with some EDM news. Alrighty, you guys, I hope you enjoyed that interview with Philip and Michael. So nice connecting with them. Uh, and I really, really loved our conversation. It's it's so awesome to see people investing back into this community and really trying to bring people together because that's the point of all this at the end of the day, like creating those connections. So if you guys aren't already on Radiate, definitely go join it. Um, it sounds like some incredible things are coming, some new features, and they're going to be planning some meetups in person as well. So it's a great place to connect if you're looking for a rave fam, something like that. So definitely go show them some love and support. Tell them Rave Culture Cast sent you. And with that being said, let's dive into, into some news because I have a lot to cover today. Um, first and foremost, I do want to talk about um, two iconic artists that unfortunately passed away this past week. And this was really big in the dance music community. Um, Paul Johnson, who is a Chicago house legend, passed away due to at age 50 due to um, complications because of COVID. And then Kay Hand is another really popular artist, Kelly Hand. Um, she's like known as like Detroit incredible techno artist also passed so mourning the loss of both of those lives I know they impacted so many people and had incredible stories so that was a huge hit to the dance music community this week um and there's more information on that if you guys go to grayarea.co there's an article on their magazine tab okay um I do have a lot to talk about that's kind of COVID related but it's important and these updates you guys need to know about so this is my guess. I'm just putting this out there. I do not have any insider information. It's just my guess. Because of the rise of this Delta variant and the way things are going, I personally, and this is a wild guess, I personally feel like the only way we're going to have music festivals happen this fall is if they have COVID policies in place. So I think the bare minimum should be a vaccination like check or a negative COVID tests like you cannot have that many people together with the way this is spreading so quickly and not have either of those in place and if we want these festivals to continue to operate I feel like at the bare minimum they have to have those two things checked I would feel more safe I'm sure a lot of people would Um, and then masks depending on the venue like if it's outdoor and they're not going to have masks then you have you have to check people's vaccination status or you have to check if they have COVID like point blank period so there are a couple of festivals who are already jumping the gun. A lot of them that are happening in September. I haven't seen anything out of any Insomniac events events yet. So I'm very curious about like Bonnaroo. Um, Imagine Music Festival hasn't said anything yet. And then we have EDC coming up. So there's a lot of questions, right? Because I know in Las Vegas that you they change the mandate and you have to wear masks indoors again. So, you know, knock on wood, we're hoping for the best, but we'll see what happens. Please be compliant with all of these rules. You know, it's not worth an argument. Just do what you're supposed to do. So North Coast um, and ARC Music Festival, which are both in Chicago, Labor Day weekend, have both come out with their updates. So I'm going to read these to you now. Um, North Coast COVID policy says that if you plan on attending the festival, um, come ready to help us create a safe and comfortable environment for all. 
In accordance with recommendations of local health officials, everyone entering the festival will be required to show either proof of full COVID-19 vaccination or a negative COVID-19 test result obtained within the last 72 hours of your first day of attendance. If you do not show either of those, you will not be let into the festival. Um, They have a bunch of different resources. Uh, What forms or proof of vaccination or a negative test result will be accepted. You can bring a digital or printed copy of your vaccine card, which is really big because I know I don't want to lose mine, so I'm taking pictures of it, and hopefully that will be okay. Um, You can have a vaccine record or a negative COVID test result. Um, You need, obviously, government ID. And, yeah, I think that's it for that. Um, Will you need to wear a mask at North Coast? Although we strongly encourage all attendants to wear a mask, you will not be required to. Um, However, there are three indoor art installations and experimental areas where everyone will be required to wear a mask if they wish to enter. So bring a mask with you to any of these events because you just don't know when you are and aren't going to need it. Um, ARC's update was pretty similar. I think it said uh, you need a printed or digital copy of your vaccine card, vaccine record, or negative COVID-19 test will be required. So if you want to attend this festival, if you want to attend North Coast, you have to do one of those things. If you are unvaccinated, you'll be asked to wear a mask throughout your entire time on site. So if you're just doing the negative test, you still need to wear a mask at ARC. Again, it's outdoors. I don't, I'm like just putting this out there. I don't see how they're going to be able to like track that. There's so many people and they're not going to have attendees just like walking up to people asking for your proof of vaccination. So it's like, I think they're just saying that so that people hopefully adhere to the guidelines, please. Especially if you're not feeling well, don't go. Um, But yeah, I mean, I don't really know how you can monitor who is and who isn't and who's supposed to wear a mask and who's not. But you know your own boundaries and if you feel uncomfortable or if you have any health issues wear a mask the whole time all right and then the last one um see here now is another music festival that happens in asbury park new jersey so it's more local to me um i just wanted to mention this they also are doing a full vaccination or negative covid test result required to attend the event um again you need to get it within the last 72 hours of attending and more to come on that i'll keep you guys posted Okay, and we do have word about um, Movement Detroit, which is a techno festival that takes place usually Memorial, uh, not yeah, Memorial Day weekend. Um, it had been postponed to the fall, and there was like absolutely no updates on it. But we did just hear that it has officially been pushed to 2022. So I believe ticket holders um, got an email. It says, we truly appreciate your continued patience and support as our team has been navigating the pandemic, trying to make plans for the future. After many discussions, we have learned that producing a movement festival in Hart Plaza this fall is not realistic. It's extremely important for us to provide our attendees and artists with the full movement experience, which continues to bring people together from around the globe. Um, And they just said that they have plans to return in May 2022. So um, definitely check your emails if you guys had tickets to that. All right, two last things. Um, I've heard that Snow Globe Festival is canceled indefinitely as of right now. Um, this is a music festival that takes place usually uh, New Year's Eve and it is in Lake Tahoe. And from what I'm hearing, they've had issues with the venue in the past. And according to Dancing Astronaut, after it was canceled in 2020, they had 
to find a new venue, um, Viacom, which I always thought it was produced by MTV or that was like a sponsor or something. But Viacom, I guess, is the organizer. It said they supplied the city council with at least six possible venue options, including two golf courses, a high school, casino parking lots and a community camp, all of which were denied and led the council to declare that due to Viacom's inability to identify a suitable alternative area to host this festival, Snow Globe was in breach of contract and would be canceled indefinitely. So that sucks. I've never been. Um, I haven't heard too much about this festival, but I know it's a big party fest from what I heard. Usually draws in a younger crowd. It's a mixed genre fest. Um, just seemed like a cool atmosphere because it's obviously all in winter. So people are usually like bundled up. And yeah, so unfortunately, I think it was supposed to be the 10th anniversary this year. So I'll keep you informed on anything, but it sounds like that is uh, going to be not continuing in the future. And the last thing, which is some really good news, I wanted to end on a positive note here. Um, Above and Beyond confirmed in their most recent group therapy session that they will be returning with their group therapy weekender at the Gorge next summer, July 23rd and 24th, 2022. Um, I was just watching videos of this. It looks like an incredible weekend filled with Anjuna family artists, um, camping, wellness shops, like all of that good stuff at the Incredible Gorge Amphitheater, which is a beautiful location out in Washington State. So you can sign up um, your email and stuff like that to get notifications on tickets and everything. But I don't know. It's pretty tempting. I've always wanted to go to the Gorge, and I've always said it's either going to be for Above and Beyond or for Seven Lions. So we'll see, you guys. Maybe I'll make it out to the Gorge next summer because that sounds very tempting to me. Um All right. With all that being said, thank you guys for sticking around to the end of the episode here. I really hope you're enjoying the episodes we've been doing recently. Um, I want your feedback, though. I want to hear from you. I just posted a poll in our Facebook group community, um, a link down below in the show notes if you guys want to join. But I want to know who you want to hear from or what you want to hear about. You know, do you want artists on the podcast? Do you guys want more industry professionals or business owners? Do you like hearing from other, you know, content creators or ravers? Do you like solo episodes where I, you know, do more like information based stuff, festival reviews? Like I want to hear your opinions. I want to hear, you know, what you guys want to what what you want me to cover in the future so that you guys are enjoying this as much as possible. So definitely welcome your feedback. Please um, go vote in the polls on Facebook. Um, And yeah, and the best way you guys can show your support if you're enjoying Rave Culture Cast is to tell a friend Make this your Instagram story and tag at Rave, Rave Culture Cast in it. Um, if you could write a review on iTunes, that would be a huge, huge help that helps with discovery of the podcast. So if you have literally like 60 seconds today to write a quick review or, or rate the podcast, that would be a big help. Um, yeah. And other than that, all of my important links and all of that good stuff will be down below in the show notes. And with all that being said, I hope you have an incredible week and weekend. Go enjoy your summer and I will see you next Wednesday. Bye, guys. 